Hello, and thank you for finding the Real Estate Playbook. We're your hosts, Cassie and Sean, and we are two Virginia-based property professionals ready to bust myths while we bust a gut reliving the many milestones and mishaps of the real estate investment and management world. Join in with us as we share the local news and market trends impacting our communities and real estate opportunities divvying out real estate tips and investment angles along the way. With this show, you'll have fun tackling property investment and management one story, pun intended, at a time. Hi, welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Playbook. We're your hosts, Cassie and Sean, and today we're going to be talking about our 2022 forecasts. (laughs) Hey, everybody. 2021 was a wild year for real estate agents, for loan officers, for attorneys, and specifically for sellers and buyers. So we'll tell you what we think is coming up in 2022. I just think it's funny, the word forecast, because uh, for those of you who don't know, my boyfriend's a meteorologist. And of course, he always gets flack for, you know, not being able to predict the future. So I just want to remind everybody that these are our predictions. They are not Bible. So <laughs> if you're making any large purchase decisions or investment decisions off of this, I mean, you're in you're in the right track. You should be listening to us, but we hold no responsibility for any decisions yeah. made off of what we say. <laughs> no doubt about it. And I like to give her boyfriend crap about his forecast for sure. Uh, but yeah, these are just uh, things that we think the, the market is heading towards. But by all means, contact us first before you make any decisions. All right. So I'm glad we were originally going to be recording this episode last week, and I'm glad we didn't because, of course, we got some loan news that kind of rocked the mortgage world early this week, um, just letting us know that, one, the Fed intends to increase rates three times this year, the first coming April 1st. And no, that's not an April Fool's joke. (laughs) Yes. So the first one up is high balance loans or jumbo loans. They are going to increase the fees to borrow for those types of loans anywhere between 0.25% and 0.75%. So those $650,000 purchases, it's going to be significant. Uh, Do they really care, though, at that price point? You know, I guess it depends, (laughs) but yeah. Um, And then for your second homes, these are going to be your vacation homes. If you're going down to the Outer Banks or Florida, I plan on getting one in New Orleans soon. Um, Those second home upfront fees are going to increase between 1.125% and 3.875% on those purchases. So this is really significant, especially if you're thinking about Airbnb. Were you going to do that with your New Orleans property? Absolutely. I wanted to make money on it while I'm not using it. Exactly. So they are trying to reap back that everyone that's trying to do these Airbnbs on their second homes. And I predict uh, we'll come up on what this will flow into on our next uh, podcast segment. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So and anybody who's in the Virginia Beach area, that's the market I'm most familiar with when it comes to Airbnb and your homes. The city, of course, has cracked down. There's so many rules and regulations. So just to kind of tack on to that, I will say, if you are planning on buying an Airbnb investment, make sure you check your local city ordinances. Well, so they, they're going to, uh, in Virginia Beach, you have to get permitted. Mm-hmm. Uh, the permit's only good for five years. So you got to have a five-year plan in the event they change the overlay. The overlay says, you know, which neighbors don't mind you having party tenants in there and which neighbors completely hate you for airbnb your property. <laughs> I had a friend who Airbnb'd out of Virginia Beach, and I think they were paying like 8% in taxes on the income, you know, on top of the regular taxes. But of course, in Virginia, we are a very 
(laughs) tax heavy state. So in other areas, you may not be facing those sort of obstacles, I guess would be the word when you're Airbnb, but just like I said, check your local city ordinances, check what the tax rates are going to be, check what you have to claim, just make sure you uh, mind your P's and Q's when before you buy an investment as such. And if you have a Florida Airbnb, reach out to me because I would love to hear how that's going. (laughs) If you have a Florida Airbnb, reach out to me because I want to come stay there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that kind of brings us into our predictions. We kind of went on a little tangent there with the interest rates, uh, again, going uh, creeping up starting April 1. So just keep that date in mind. If you are on the fence about purchasing that second home, uh, you might want to try to make that decision prior to that April 1 date. But even if you don't, I will say rates are still at a pretty historic low. I mean, if you think back like 30 years ago when rates were 11, 12, I think I heard even up like 17% on home purchases. Yeah, that was the Reagan era, I think. Yeah, so, you know, if you're going up to the 4.25, you're still like in a historically good interest rate. They've rolled all of that over into your student loans now, so you don't have to worry about (laughs) those rates on your home, but you can be educated or you can have a home, but you can't have both. (laughs) No doubt about it. Uh, Without going broke. (laughs) We we, we still encourage you to go get educated, and we still encourage you to definitely purchase some real estate. (laughs) I don't know. I'm educated. I don't know if it was worth them interest rates. (laughs) Hindsight's always 20-20. All right. So, Sean, we'll start off with one of your predictions for 2022, and then we can kind of bounce back and forth. Perfect. So my first one's going to be inflation. I think that that's going to consider, you know, be considered in going in through 2022. It's it's affecting building materials. It's affecting skilled labor. And that's just going to increase. And obviously, as that increases, price points are going to increase. We saw a substantial price increase last year of 12 percent. Uh, I'll get more into that on my next prediction, but I think that will hinder some purchasing decisions and pull the market back a little bit, not tremendously, but a little bit slower than 2021. I do want to ask you something about that. So in 2021, of course, we saw inflation on everything, um, toilet paper, blah, blah, blah. But one of the big things was lumber. The Mm. cost of lumber got super high, which is what slowed builders down, which led us to a big inventory issue um, nationwide. So do you think the building materials such as lumber and stuff are going to start creeping back up again? Because I know they had dipped a little bit. I think they're going to stay steady, Uh uh, steady increasing, not dramatically, but I think they'll stay steady increasing. And I think there will still be a shortage of new construction in 2022. All right. So that kind of ties into one of my predictions. It's not one that I plan on speaking on on this uh, podcast, but what I've told my buyers who think that the market is just going to have this you know, shift at some point, um, there's not going to be any influx of inventory anytime soon. So the people that have been waiting for the bubble to pop and whatnot, mm. kind of comparing this to 2008, it is not by any means the same. Um, and I think we're going to touch on the fact that we expect, you know, the average purchase price on a home to continue to steadily increase over the next year um, and not have like that pop, like that bubble pop like we were talking about. All right. So um, one of my predictions ties into the fact that the eviction moratorium is ending. There are a lot of tenants right now that are getting, you know, evicted. It's unfortunate. You know, people weren't able to pay their rent during the pandemic. 
um, weren't able to get the necessary government funds that were available to them through the RMRP and whatnot. So that being said, with evictions b- taking place, I think that is going to lead to investor confidence. So those people that were on the fence about renting out a property because they were worried about getting a tenant in there that might not pay and, you know, they wouldn't be able to evict them. I think all of those hindrances are going to be swept away. And I think that's going to build investor confidence. So I think we're going to be seeing a lot more investors or people who've been thinking about it um, get that little push they need to start buying and holding properties and using them as rental for that passive income. So I think we're going to see more landlords into the market in 2022, new and experienced landlords that are just adding to their portfolio. I just think there's going to be an influx there. I think that's brilliant. Uh, Also, I also think that maybe we might see some more investors unloading some of the the lower price point uh, rentals to uh, enhance to higher price point Mm -hmm. rentals because they don't want to deal with this again. Obviously, COVID is still very much alive and very much kicking everybody's butt, and they'd like some, some more stable tenants that are paying their rents on time. What? You mean COVID's still around? Unfortunately. Wasn't it supposed to be eradicated in 2021? Who brought that shit into 2022? I don't know. It's, <laughs> I'm not even sure which uh, which um, sorority it's pledging these days. <laughs> and I think Phi is next. Oh, geez. So what's your next prediction? Sure. Uh, I think um, uh, the mortgage forbearances are going to end, specifically Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo said that they were going to do theirs uh, to end in 2022. Some have already ended. And... Uh, Unfortunately, for for a lot of folks, there will be some foreclosures. Uh, now, that's going to be great for investors to grab up. There will still be people that will be able to sell because they'll have enough equity to sell, even with paying their back penalties. Uh, but unfortunately, some folks are going to be stuck due to uh, employment issues or whatever their scenario was. So I think the mortgage forbearance is going to put a little bit more inventory out into the market, but that'll be mostly for investor purchases um, with the consideration of appraisal conditions. And just to add to that, uh, the mortgage forbearance, for those of you who may not have heard about it or utilized it or just didn't do the research on it, a lot of owners you know, used this program, um, which at the time, of course, was a a Hail Mary for a lot of owners when they maybe had those second homes or whatever they were using as rentals when tenants weren't able to pay. Um, And a lot of owners were under the impression that these mortgage payments would be tacked onto the back end of their loan and they would be able to pay them, you know, once their loan was coming due. And the unfortunate thing is banks cannot support that. So the money owed is going to all come due at once for a lot of owners. And if you don't have, depending on how long you were not able to pay your mortgage, if you don't have that one year, two years of mortgage payments, then that's what's going to land some of these owners into the foreclosure market. Again, completely different from 2008. It's just an an unfortunate circumstance that came out of good intentions, pretty much, is all I can say. That was (laughs) well-defined. I can't say it any better. So with that, my next prediction is I think we're going to see some more cash buyers in the market. With your foreclosures coming out, I think cash is going to be king again. I mean, cash has always been king, sure. but this, this last year, people that were coming out of the woodworks with these crazy loan offers where they were still doing appraisal guarantees and stuff like that. So they weren't even purchasing with cash, but they were able to utilize loans and offer loan guarantees so they could still finance these investment purchases and use as little cash as possible up front. But I think now that I do see some foreclosures and some property values dipping a little bit in certain markets, I think 
the all cash buyers are going to be making a return and scooping up as many of those properties as possible. So one of our predictions kind of like coincide with each other just a little bit there. Um, but I do think you're going to be seeing more of the, yeah, the cash, cash Kings come back out. No doubt about it. I think you're absolutely right. Finally, for mine, I kind of got a a two-parter here. I think the price hikes will continue to increase, but not as dramatically. Uh, 2021, on average, was about 12% in your your, uh, primary or secondary markets. Uh, I think that'll probably be somewhere between 5% and 6% this year, so almost cut in half. And my big one, (laughs) I think rates will be as high as 3.75 by the end of 2022. That does include UVA. Uh, I know that's a pretty bold prediction, but I think it's going to be up around that that point. That'll be the lowest interest rate exactly. available is 3.75. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yeah, I guess just to add on to that, seeing the interest rates increase. I know he said the average increase in homes is about, last year was about 12%. And this year he predicts between five and seven. Five and six. I've been listening. <laughs> I, I promise I listen to you. Um I would just say on average before last year, the average increase in value in a home is about 3% year right. over year. So we are still above average going into 2022. Great point. Great point. Um, and I think that kind of wraps up our predictions because my last one was, you know, kind of tied into my first two with the investor confidence. I just think there's going to be more people out there going to buy and hold. I don't think there's still going to be much of a flip market. I know we've talked about that briefly in the past um, as we've both flipped homes in the past. It's just hard to find those deals still. Mm -hmm. However, I think my mindset has shifted into buy and hold anyway. I Mm -hmm. think that's where my future lies. I think that's where my retirement lies. So um, it's brilliant. Yeah, just there's just no sound of deals with meat on the bones and you more institutional investors or your investors doing more volume or are okay with taking less over a period of time because of the volume that they're completing. But you know me, I'm all about those assets, buy and hold. So Cassie is grinding right now. She's out there putting in offers like crazy for her next deal. And uh, I'm wrapping everything up with my stupid taxes. Don't get me started on taxes. So that, we'll talk uh, about that next week. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can go ahead and get uh, my next uh, property as well. How many do you have now, Sean? I have five. Trying to make it to six. Nice. Yes. Well, that is it for today. Hopefully you took something away from our predictions. Again, oh, I want to make a little wager with Sean before we're done. So he thinks the lowest interest rate for 2022, like coming out, at the end of things, will yeah. be 3.75 by the end of the year. The lowest even VA loans can get. I'm going to say 3.25. I hope you're and right. I'll bet you $10. So in 2023, we will revisit this and okay. see. <laughs> okay. So what happens if it's 3.5? Is it even? Uh, yeah, you said I said 3.25. I said 3.75. I guess so are you nobody gonna... wins. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wins. We'll, we'll go get drinks. <laughs> at 3.5, at all the listeners still win, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Well, that wraps up today's show. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Playbook. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. And if you really gained value today, please be sure to give us a five-star review so we can be put in front of more listeners just like you. For details and show notes about today's show and how you can connect with and support our guests, please go to runnerswarehouse.com. You can always send us an email at sevasales at renterswarehouse.com. That's S-E-V-A, sales at renterswarehouse.com. And please give us a follow on social media. All of those links to our accounts are in the show notes. Join us next time as we continue to have fun tackling property investments and management one story at a time. Peace and love.
Thanks for stopping by the Real Estate Playbook. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing and recommend it to your friends. Please email us at sevasales at renterswarehouse.com. That's S-E-V-A, sales at renterswarehouse.com with any questions or topics you'd like us to discuss. And please give us a follow on social media. Join us next time as we continue to tackle property investment and management one story at a time. See you later. Thank <laughs> you.